Welcome to Teach Back Tuesday, where we feature the most popular episodes from the previous season. The topic of friendship can be misunderstood. Too often, we're looking at the relationship from the angle of what's in it for me, when actually it's meant to benefit both sides. Every now and then, we should examine our friendships and see if there's anything out of order that may need fixing. Friendships can be a blessing or they can be a steady stream of draining drama. People come into friendships with the baggage of their backgrounds, and we show up with ours as well. This special relationship is meant to surround us with people who keep us spiritually sharp, and we were meant to do the same in the lives of our friends. Ready for a review on how to be an iron sharpeneth iron friend? Let's listen. I really enjoy my friendships. Do you? Or are your friendships high maintenance? Is someone upset with you right now because of a small thing and you're stressed out about it? Or do you wonder sometimes about the people you've allowed into your close inner circle? When our friendships become thorny burdens, we need to give those friendships a checkup. Something is unhealthy somewhere. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker. Sharing lessons from the Word of God is her passion. Now, back to today's important study. The Bible has friendship principles that work, but we usually try our own methods first. Why is that? Well, a couple of reasons at least. One is that we think we know what's best, and the other is that we like to be in control, even if it's only imaginary control. So we forge ahead with our own solutions to problems we've created, rather than taking a giant step back and asking God how to make repairs. How can we be more consistent in our friendships? Let's look at five ideas. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know how much I'm a fan of numbered lists. It's not because life problems can be solved in one through five. It's just that I like to give you a capsule of ideas, and then you and the Lord can take it from there in Scripture. So let's look at these five ideas together for having consistent friendship. Number one, be a woman of the Word. Your influence matters. Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. That's what we're told in Proverbs 27:17. It's so important that we always remember that we're either an influence or we're being influenced. What kind of influence are you in the lives of your sister friends? Are you positive and godly or negative and critical? Aim to make someone's life better, not worse, because of your friendship. Think of your friendships as ministries of love, and you want to give your best to each friendship. This requires us to be women of the Word. When we're in the Word, we are more stable, sound-minded, and consistent. Number two, don't be the moody sister. Rule over your spirit. Now, I know you know the verse in Proverbs twenty-five twenty-eight that says, He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Yes, you're familiar with Proverbs 25, 28, but are you familiar with Proverbs 16, 32? He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. It's hard to deal with a friend who has a short fuse or who is repeatedly overreacting to situations. 
Again, the more we're in the word, the less ruffled things will make us because Christ becomes a stabilizing force in our lives. You have a risk of damaging the friendship beyond repair if you're alternating between angry and moody. You also have a risk of rubbing off on your friends in a negative way. If your friends are married women, their husbands are definitely not interested in their wives becoming moodier or crabbier. Don't be the moody sister. Number three, love at all times. Don't turn your friendship on and off like a faucet. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Proverbs 17.17 gives us a picture of two things here, the friend that loves at all times and that brother that's born for adversity. Some friendships are the kind where we can go for weeks, months, or even years without seeing each other, and we pick right up where we left off. Others require more maintenance. Know the difference and be the kind of friend needed. People are unique, and that includes us. I found that group gatherings allow me to spend more time with my friends than trying to get together one-on-one all the time. It also merges many sister friends together, building more friendships. It's interesting to note that Proverbs 17.17 ties loving our friends to being there in times of need. A brother is born for adversity means that there will be times when we're helping a friend through a trial. This takes extra time and lots of prayer. Ask the Lord to guide you so that you'll help in a balanced way, not too little and not too much. Love abundantly. As the saying goes, true friendships, like diamonds, are precious and rare. Number four out of five, forgive when things go wrong. And did you notice that I said when, not if? Now, the Bible's clear about this in the passage where Jesus was talking with the disciples and others, and he was teaching them how to pray. And he had just finished the Lord's Prayer, the model prayer that he left in Scripture when he went on with these verses found in 6, 14 through 15 in the chapter of Matthew. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. There are times when someone does something that is so wrong that the friendship is deeply damaged. While things may not be the same, This doesn't mean it's all right to withhold forgiveness. Unless you want to risk being eaten from the inside out by the acid of bitterness, forgive quickly and then move on. Some friendships are made better by disagreements that are resolved quickly and with wisdom. But even if the friendship is never the same, failure to forgive is not an option for a Christian. Things can and will go wrong from time to time. Planning to forgive is planning to obey God. And finally, number five, know when to step away. Some people do not make great friends. Go from the presence of a foolish man when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. That's what we're told in Proverbs 14.7. Some people are like kryptonite was to Superman. They just weaken us with their negative forces. When a person is clearly living contrary to Scripture, The Bible says it's time to go. Staying in the presence and developing a close friendship with someone who fills your head with contrary and deceitful information is bound to get you hurt. It is possible to be friendly without being close friends. When a person is living contrary to Scripture and you try to maintain that friendship, you'll find yourself either frustrated or you're going to begin to question your own faith. Know when to step away. 
A consistent Christian makes a great friend. They aren't going to be blown all around by the shifting opinions of the culture because they're rooted and grounded in the Word of God, and they're often unaware of how much better they make life for others. Don't you just love friends like that? They move through our lives gracefully, completely oblivious to the blessings they bring. Be that kind of friend. You've been listening to Francie Taylor. For more from Francie, visit KeepTheHeart.com for devotionals, books, and the popular Bible study series, I See You, In Christ Unconditionally. ICU is flexible by design and encourages users to develop the habit of daily Bible study. Visit KeepTheHeart.com today. Thank you for listening.